Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I am joined... Today, with Marty McCoy of The Lonely Ones. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. How are you? we just kind of kick it off uh sean had reached out and to do the interview is there you got some some secrets you want to announce right off the top or or you want to talk about talk about the tour you want you want to get some, you want to throw some blabbermouth headlines out there real quick say some controversial I stuff yeah i don't know if i want to end up on blabbermouth that's <laughs> usually never good um our, our new single uh bedroom doors out and it's rocking across the charts everything's going really well spotify numbers are up radio stations are playing it um, people seem to really dig it. It's definitely a different kind of style that we went for. Once Jimmy took over on guitar, we kind of 
got just i don't know if you've you've met jimmy i don't mm-hmm. uh sure he's not he's not a metal guy so we just kind of faded out of that metal thing and it's more of a rock kind of groovy dancey kind of feel stuff and that's the way the new direction the band's going and i'm all for it cool so that's officially that's what i was going to ask and and kind of get everybody up to date so so that single is that that's the first one with with jimmy moving from bass to guitar is that yes accurate yeah. okay okay yeah. And and that's what I was asked too. As far as like, I have my I think I have my numbers right here. I think I've I have nine singles since the Lonely Ones were first announced, like early twenty twenty. Is that so? Yes. Okay. Yep. So that that sounds like almost an album, man. We we have enough stuff for an album. It just yeah. I don't know if it makes I don't know if it makes sense to do albums anymore. Um, I mean, especially a band our size. I mean, once we get to the level that I want to get to, um, it would make sense to release records. But right now it's like, I mean, I want to put one out because I'm old school, but I just, the way people get music, it's like they, if you release an album, they just cherry pick the singles off of it anyway and never look again. And I get it. That's what I do too. You know, I can complain about it. I I do the same shit. Yeah. So kind of like the, that was my question is when you, are you hitting the studio per song or do you bust out like when you did bedroom door did you record a few at the same time or how is how's that how's that worked usually it depends it depends it depends on financial uh budgetary restraints um now that we're back now that covid's uh, you know over and we're back able to tour and stuff again it's a little easier to get in the studio but when when covid was happening and we weren't making any money because we're just you know brand new band brand new band didn't even have a t-shirt ready or anything um you know we planned on hitting the ground running. So we were recording songs at a time. Then now we're going in recording clusters, five, four to you know six songs at a time. Um, and then you get a little, when you're doing singles, you get a little bit of time to listen and go back and go, ah, let's change this. And you can totally rewrite a song. So, um, yeah, I, I would love to go in the studio for four months and, and go in there and grow a beard and be a weird, you know, 24 hour a day, uh, uh <laughs> crazy person in the studio. But you know, that day, you know, we've had sessions like that. Um, but you just, you just take what you can get, you know? Okay. So like when you did bedroom door, you maybe did more than one that time. We did five. Yeah, we did, we did five, five that time. Songs, yeah. Okay. And that's all with Jimmy now moving from bass to guitar. And that's like kind of the yeah. new setup. Okay. And I don't know if people know this or not, but Jimmy has always been a ripping guitar player. Yeah. Jimmy is a monster on the guitar. He just played bass. Cause it was, you know, that was the place to fill and, and he wanted to be in a band. He's like, let's go. Whoever, you know, we don't have a bass player. I'll play bass. Let's go. Um, but Very he cool. is a, he is a crushing guitar player. Um, did you want to talk more about those, those singles? Like the plans for that? Is that kind of, we're going to start releasing singles rapid fire. Um, you know, that's, we're in a band. That's what we do. We write music. We release songs. Touring's awesome. Um, t-shirts, all that stuff's great. But our sole purpose on this planet is to release music. So we're, you know, the, the waiting and let's see if this is like, I, who cares about all the little, is it perfect timings at this, that it's just released this gun songs out. Um, people are waiting on music and let's, let's be the ones to keep giving it to them. Cause if you don't, they'll forget about you. I don't remember the last thing I looked at on Facebook 15 minutes ago or TikTok five minutes ago. Yeah. Like, oh, that's hilarious. And then it's out of your brain forever. So you, in this day and age, you got to beat people over the head. And I don't mean, you know, people, I, I'm one of them. You have to right. beat people over the head before they, you know, take a second thought. Um, so that's the new plan is to, you know, flood people with new music and, and hopefully it's good music. I think it is, um, mm-hmm. but just keep hitting them with it. 
And then one day you turn around and there's, you know, 60, 70 songs out and you've got quite a good catalog going and, and some, you know, fans that followed you from the beginning and fans that are starting to discover you now and you want them to have enough to, to feel like it's a journey instead of, you know, here's one song or here's a whole album that I'll never listen to. It's just like, just keep slam, hitting them, hitting them. <sighs> It is hard. Don't let them get away from you. <laughs> That's right. It is hard because, like, I, I'm like once a year we always do our like best of episodes and you know, the best albums and everything. And I, for the first half of the year, I've I, I started like, writing it down. I've and these are artists I love, and I've forgotten because you don't have the physical as much. How much? I've, how many albums come out? And you're like, fuck! I listened to that for three weeks, over and over in April. I forgot it came out this year because you go on yeah. to the next thing, right? Yeah, or you know, even even bands that I love, I'm like, shit, they put a record out when? <laughs> right. so, you know, it's not. It, it's just we're so attached to our phones, and we're so um, you know, so much information at all the times. It's like no wonder you're overwhelmed. Um, right. So, it's, it's, like I said, you just got to once you get somebody interested, you can't let them go because somebody else wants their attention, and and there's some hundreds of thousands of things out there that'll grab your attention. You know, the next cat video. Um, the next, you know, guy stayed sure. on his nutsack to his leg and catch sure. his friend on fire and uh, that kind of stuff. It's like, so if you're going to play this music game, let's play the game and let's put out music constantly. Well, that kind of leads me to the next question too, which was, you know, I came upon you guys from, from your original, you know, formation of, or version or, or whatnot of Boba Flex. But now all of a sudden, you know, I know we're here to talk about Lonely Ones, but all of a sudden, bam, little curveball gets thrown out about yeah. about, about two months ago with uh, a blow your dreams to the sky. And so Sean decides, like, can you talk a little bit about that too? Uh, how the yeah, two absolutely. entities exist? And you guys just played like a, a show, at least one, or has it been multiple where you Boba Flex? Three. And, yeah. Cool. Um, so Sean wanted to, you know, Bowflex was a touring machine and it was a blast and we had built this really big thing, but it was, you know, time consuming. It was, we were home, you know, we did 158 shows one year and that doesn't count travel days. And, you know, that's almost on the road for an entire year. You know, that doesn't right. count. That doesn't count radio. That doesn't count acoustic performances. Doesn't count rehearsals. Doesn't count studio time. That's just shows that you're on stage and, and, it was brutal, but I loved it, you know, um, and Sean loved it, but Sean, you know, Sean has a daughter and she was turned 13 at the time. And he was like, um, you know, I'd like to be at piano recitals and, and volleyball games. And I've missed a lot of, them. and he's a great dad and he's went to a lot of them, but he was missing a lot of things. And, and it was sure. pretty, pretty brutal, hectic schedule. Um, so he, you know, he said, look guys, I, I can't do this anymore. And we were all devastated, but we understood. So, we decided to start the loanings and then we said, okay, so this is going to be our thing. Boom. Let's hit the ground run and go. It's going to be a building process. It's scary, but it's also exciting. Well, Sean set home for two and a half, three years. Right. He decided, well, maybe not completely <laughs> done. And then yeah. the beautiful thing is, is, you know, um, you know, I, my dream as a kid was to be a working musician and so I, now I'm in two bands. Um, Bogleflex isn't going to, you know, be, the steamroller that it was, but we still get to come back and, and, you know, a couple shows a year, play some really big shows and, and, uh, and still record music to, like I said, like I said earlier, you know, you, we are in this to make music. So you don't have to leave home to make music. You can still be in your bed at nighttime. So we're going to keep doing that. And it just keeps me fresh and sharp. And, and I get to do two bands and, and 
constantly being creative and constantly having something to do with music so that I don't have to go to Amazon and push boxes. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> that so, sounds dreadful. Yeah. So, so I guess is also the, I, so, so Bobaflex will still have singles come out here and there too, is what you're Absolutely. saying. Yeah? Okay. Absolutely. And we're going to ramp that up too. Um, okay. Like I said, that's the, that's the new thing. That's the new mindset is like, you know, release music. This is what you're here for. You know, it's what you spent all your time in your bedroom learning how to play guitar. So let's let's record and get stuff out. Um, okay. Yeah. So that, that's the plan. And uh, um, is it also part of it more that uh, let's just say in your, your certain pocket of Michigan, West Virginia, that maybe Bobo Flux the name could demand, you know, as far as like attendance is that part of it too? Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. More than a pocket, Bobo Flux can play. Almost anywhere in the United States and, and sell out a place. Um, we we had a gun, and, you know, we had a gun. And so the fact that it's going to be very, it's not going to be like it used to be makes the attendance even more. Like, oh, I have to catch them because they're not coming back five times this year like they used to. Okay. So what you're saying is that I was thinking that maybe Bubble Flex would only tour right in that zone. Because what you said, as I understood earlier too, is that, you know, the touring is what you had to stop doing there but so you actually would bubble flex actually would go on tour more than just the, the midwest maybe yeah probably yeah probably like a, a week or two runs um you know and and plan them out strategically like you know um i'm, I'm not really sure so we're, we're talking okay. about that's it. fine we've got, couple, we've got a couple things going on um i'm not sure how long sean would be able to tour or jake would be able to tour yeah. um but we're definitely talking i mean we just rehearsed yesterday and it was so much fun and it was so easy and everything just clicked like it was yesterday that we started. For a man that's easily confused like me, so the uh, the lineup is tell me. So when it's Bobo Flex, it's Jimmy back on bass, and then you yep. you and your brother is 
guitars. Yeah, Tom, on. Okay. Tommy on drums always. Okay. Tommy's always on drums. Okay. Greatest drummer I've ever played with. Only drummer I ever will play with. Um, uh, Tommy on drums, Jimmy on bass, Jake Early on guitar, my brother and I switching guitar and vocals. So obviously nothing's written in stone or anything like that, but do you plan on doing the dual shows if it goes out? Because I, so. ama- I think so. That's amazing to me. Like if I, I'm, I'm in Denver now, you know, and, and I was in that area where you guys played before. And I was like, I was like, fuck, man. For the fans, this is great because I like the new band and I like the old. I'm like, yeah. just, to just see a set. But that's a monster night too for everybody I mean, involved yeah i mean but you, you know you get you get in better shape that way when the tour is over <laughs> it's like i think i've lost eight pounds there um, you go. i think so i think it, we're already on the bus we'd only have to add one more guy um yeah. and for for the lonely ones it would be huge for us it would right. you know people that aren't quite sure yet um or or you know because i get messages every day is the lonely ones are you in the lonely ones is this a new band Mm-hmm. So I think it would be huge for us, and we would help draw. Um, and we, I like to keep it in the family thing, you know. I wouldn't go on immediately after. I would go local, lonely ones, local, right. local flex. So I got a second to catch my win. Um, right. But I think it would be great. Um, and you know, there would be a certain uh, members that would make uh, a lot more money. <laughs> sure, I think business wise, it's a smart move. Same sound guy, same bus, all that stuff. Um, so I think, it, yeah, I would definitely love to do that. And I think it would be huge for the lonely ones. I think it would help us break into the people that were confused or, or just didn't know. Um, we'd be like, oh, shit, I get it now. Right. No, I, I think that'd be phenomenal. And and for fans, I mean, it's just more music. Well, if you want, you just have a few minutes more. Uh, last time, somehow, we we fell down a rabbit hole of conspiracy theories with uh, <laughs> with uh, uh, Tom Hanks and uh, uh, harvesting uh, you know, babies or whatever it was. You know what? that, I that. knew that they were false and come to find out I was correct. <laughs> but uh, any other new, uh, new conspiracy things you've fallen down? Yeah. You know, you're on the bus a lot to entertain yourself. Any new ones um, that you, you enjoy? I kind, of, I kind of backed out of it a lot. Like I kind of found that I was wasting my time um, battling against people that needed me to understand them instead of hit them in the head or something. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I think you, you know, it, it was a scary time during COVID, and then uh, I know, you know January sixth, and then the the there was just a lot of really stuff, crazy stuff going on. Um, I was here in Columbus, Ohio, and you know, with the Black Lives Matter protests, then turned into full scale riots across the country, and that was scary. And then the school shootings, and there's just a lot of a lot of horrible, horrible things that are going on that that start out as a good thing. Um, you know, the January 6th protests. I mean, that was horrifying. I was like, Oh my God, we about lost our democracy on that day. And, you know, you get people that are wrapped up in these things and think they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And to just smash against them and say, you're an idiot. It doesn't work. Um, So I've kind of backed off and and just been a lot more loving and understanding, still have my, my views and, and what I think is right. I just handle it in a different way. Um, I just don't, bash people over the head and say, you're stupid. And, and how could you feel this way? And it's like, you know, it's, you know, the saying the election was stolen. It's like, I know it wasn't stolen, but when you have the president of the United States at the time saying it was stolen, it's like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I understand why they, they believed it. It was sure. like the, 
you know, the guy that everybody looks up to said, I mean, even, you know, I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but he was our president. So he, he's got some power um, and people believe him and, and they did. And it was really horrifying and scary, but I think people are really starting to, to notice that that was all crazy bullshit. Um, I knew it, but you know, my aunt Tina did not know that. Right. And you see it online and yeah. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Okay. Like, instead of, you know, hitting them with a sledgehammer, it's like, you got to kind of be like, no, uh, you know, if, if that, uh, you know, I'm a liberal, if the election was stolen, no, I'd be right there with you. Like, you can't do that. That's not how it works here. Right. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't stolen. Um, sometimes a side has to lose. There's two sides. One side has to lose. Sometimes you don't like it, but you have to be able to, you know, believe in democracy and believe in your fellow Americans that that's, that's who they wanted. It's not who I wanted, but they spoke up louder than us. And that's how it has to work. And this whole polarized thing, it's just, it's getting so ugly. It's like, we, we better change our ways or it's, you know, we're not going to survive another hundred years as a democracy. If this is the way it's going to go down. So how about uh, with, with that channeling, like your anger or frustration, whatnot, I mean, Bobo Flex has always been to me and Lonely Ones has always been kind of this beautiful melody with a dark undertone. You know what I mean? Like has this, these choruses, they're just fucking as big as the, the sky. And, and, but, but like the, uh, like the way out, it's a dark ass song. Yeah, right? yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's but you can hum it. It's 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 catchy. That's, but there's some eternal eternal sadness. Holy shit! But it's but it's inspiring too at the end of it. So is that kind of like you? Is that uh, yeah. a little frustration gone into that? Well, yeah, you nailed it. That's the way I always like to write music. Sounds like a party, but it's actually a nightmare. <laughs> okay, yeah. I like that. It sounds beautiful, but it's actually really ugly. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think like. Online, I'm a lot nicer to people and I'm a lot more understanding. Um, but I also have my outlet in music where I can write whatever I want and sure. you can enjoy it. You can agree with it or not, but it's damn catchy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a better way to do it. It's a, it's therapeutic and, and I can say things that I want to say that I wouldn't, you know, yell into somebody's face. I can yell it into a microphone. And um, as long as it feels pretty, maybe it gets a little farther. Maybe the message gets a little farther and maybe it doesn't offend people so much. And maybe, they listen and subliminally they come. There come you go. <laughs> but you know, yeah. that's the other thing too. It's like what I learned during COVID and, and all that stuff is, is I was wrong a lot too about things, things that I was a hundred percent about. Like, yeah, this is, this is how it is. And you guys don't listen and you're just going to, and then come to find out a year later that, well, I died on that hill and, and mm-hmm. that's all it is. It's a corpse on that hill. Cause you were wrong. So. Gotcha. But the, but the dark, dark uh, subject matter like i'll blow your dreams to the sky was did somebody have a home invasion is it a cautionary tale or where did that yeah. come from man because that came out i was like holy shit the video everything like that i'm like it's absolutely a cautionary tale um there's some you know uh, we're from west virginia and the pill epidemic came through there and just wiped everybody out okay and all of a sudden you know went from not having to lock your doors to having to have your gun in your unlocked laying by your bed um, so some crazy things have happened to some friends of ours. Um, I live in Columbus, Ohio. It can get a little wild up here. Okay. Um, but it's also the the fine line of, you know, being from West Virginia. And um, it's like, I don't want to take your guns away because um, there's a necessary reason to have them. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want you to be able to um, 
beat the shit out of your wife and kids and get caught for it four times and then go buy a gun tomorrow. Um, there's some common sense things that should be happening, but as Americans, we should be able to protect ourselves. Um, and it's very, you know, it's very rare that someone's going to come into your house, but if they do, you should be able to send them back out and wish that they never walked through that door. And that's my redneck sensibility that'll never go away. You know what I mean? I'm very liberal, but I also have several guns and I, you know, you, you can't come in here if you're not welcome. Right. Yeah. If you come in here to do some kind of harm, you're going to go, you're going to wish that you didn't have, I think everybody should have that right. It's necessary. If not, we just all not have any TVs or any jewelry because we just get robbed constantly. So that's what that was about. And my brother knew my brother, he wrote it. He's very smart. (laughs) He knew our fan base was going to go, hell yeah, brother. (laughs) I didn't know if something happened to a band member. Um, no, I mean, you know, things have happened. People try to kick our doors in. Jimmy had something crazy happen to him not long ago or somebody okay. tried to kick, like kick down two different doors trying to get to his house. And he thought he was going to have to, he, luckily he didn't have to, but he thought something, it was really bad. Um, so and just living in the city, stuff like that happens. People whack out on drugs, or, you know, mm-hmm. luckily the person that was a, thought he was at the wrong, a different house. So didn't get, you know, nothing horribly tragic had to happen. But it definitely got to the teetering on the edge of, well, I'm going to have to, this is going to have to stop, but I don't have to stop this now. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's always that fear and there's always that, you know, you protect your family and you have the right to. Um, so that that's where that song came from was just things that happened to friends that we know and, and band members that we know and, and just like, and just American in general. It's like, yeah, I don't want to take your guns away. You should be able to, it's just a hot button topic too. It's sure. like, yeah, yeah and, and, and it's understood. There's one side that, you know, thinks we should be able to have guns falling out of the ceiling. There's the other side that thinks we shouldn't have guns. And I think there's a middle lane. And it's like you should be able to protect yourself because you may have to. And mm-hmm. you will be very upset if you got a pair of kitchen shears when the, when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. No, all I know is that, the, again, one of those songs that catchy as fuck. Dark, dark as fuck. You know what right I mean? So the, uh, but yeah. So anything else you want to mention as far as like, uh, so it sounds like we're going to get four, at least four more singles over the next year. Oh, yeah. Right. As we far have, as lonely ones. Yeah. We have 17 songs recorded. Whoa. Hold on now. So you have 17 songs recorded that are not released yet on the lonely ones yep. alone. Yes. And then bubble flex. Several songs. Yeah. In the works okay. and recorded. Yeah. So we used, you know, we use our downtime pretty, uh, not much downtime. We just get to come home at night. Okay. Damn. Okay. That is many 17 songs ready to roll. You're like the Prince vault. You just got them locked, ready, ready to go. You're, you're good to go. I don't know if any of the songs are as good as his, but we got a bunch of them. <laughs> you got 17. Okay. You know, the, I think you guys announced the lonely ones right when the COVID started. Am I right? Or is it, release, was it released our first single the day that they shut the world down? Is that actually a fact? Absolutely a fact. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it was close. I wasn't sure it was right then. Yeah. So. It was like had everything planned out. And when that happened, <laughs> I was like, well, Jesus well guys, we have our first, uh, our first hurdle. If we can make it over this and nothing can stop us. And you did. Good. Cool, man. Well, good talking to you as always, Marty. 
Oh man, thanks for having me. Thanks. I've done a lot of podcasts and really excited to do this one, man. So thank you so much. Yeah, it's always raining in my head and I can't get out of bed. I got the eternal sadness. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.